0: I'm Tessa Hulk. I'm committed to Colby University, you're listening to College Hockey Talk.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by Stony Creek Sabers player and Colgate commit Tessa Hulk. Tessa, how is everything going? And thank you so much uh, for coming on today.
0: Thanks for having me. It's going pretty well. How about you?
1: I'm doing well. You know, just in the thick of things with school right now. But other than that, not much else going on for myself. Mm-hmm. How was your off season so far? How's it going so far? I know you've played a few preseason games, but I still consider it the off season just because the games don't count. How's that been for yourself? Have you done anything interesting, whether it's hockey-related or non-hockey-related? I
0: mean, we've been doing practices a lot, a lot of tactics we've been working on, D-zone and offensive zone. A lot of working out, too, I think. We've just been, been going on the grind. Uh, this summer, I went to Calgary for the U18 camp, so that was pretty awesome, like, awesome experience met so many girls there so that was pretty fun but nothing nothing too 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 much too serious for all season
1: well that's good to hear and obviously how was that experience at the u18 camp i know there was a few other players from your team that got to go to that what was that experience like for you
0: honestly the hockey was unreal like i haven't played a game maybe in two years before that so it was awesome to get back into the role of things and meeting so many new players from like quebec and like new brunswick and my, my roommate was from PEI,
1: so it was awesome to just
0: get to know people and, and play the game.
1: What did you learn during your time um, in that camp? Um, honestly, a lot about the family unity they
0: have there. Like, Hockey Canada is all about being a family and, and having that bond with your teammates, as, as well as being aggressive and having a fast-paced game is going to help you so much in the long run.
1: Now, did you get the chance to meet any veteran players from Team Canada? Because I know some of them are pre- preparing in Calgary uh, for the World Championships that happened a few months ago.
0: I didn't see any of them, but I know Sarah Nurse because she was on our bench last year. So I know her pretty well, texting her and just asking her questions whenever I need. But that was pretty cool having her as a mentor uh, throughout the season last year. And and even still now, we still talk.
1: That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Well, well, last year, like many other hockey players, you probably faced uh, many challenges preparing for the season with gyms and rinks being closed. With some things opening back up, has that changed your approach at all uh, during this off season?
0: Um, well, I actually had the like I had an awesome like my my uh, what's name my, my uncle had this uh, like home gym um, and I used that pretty much all through quarantine and all through COVID pretty much. So that was pretty awesome and obviously like having the availability to have new trainers and being able to go to like good life and stuff. But right now I've just been training at his, uh, his place, but it's, it's like a nice gym. So I'll you know, take advantage of it. But uh, yeah, it's pretty good.
1: Yeah. And obviously, you know, having a gym, unlike some players who don't have that luxury, um, how have you tried to use that to your advantage?
0: Obviously doing, doing the things, the little things that matter, I mean, working out something like a lot of girls do. So doing things behind the scenes that no one else is going to do, uh, obviously having that is, is, is a privilege. But um, yeah, it was awesome going there.
1: Now, overall, how's training going for yourself, and what are you working on uh, regarding your game uh, for next season?
0: Uh, upper body strength, for sure. You got to be strong in this game. Like I feel like girls are getting bigger and stronger, so got to increase your upper body strength and even even legs. You know, got got increase your speed as well. So I think that'd be something I want to improve on.
1: And is that one area you're hoping to improve on the most um, heading into uh, next season, or is it? Is there other areas you're trying to improve on because? Um, obviously you know you haven't played in quite some time uh, with the season being canceled last year so what are some other areas your game you're trying to improve on
0: Um, probably my shot I mean when you're in this league now you get to get a better shot quicker faster so that's something you got to improve on for sure and having that strength is going to help you that much better to get a better shot Um, probably puck control as well you know if you don't have puck control you're not going to have the puck that much so those are two things I think I'd I want to improve on
1: now let's start off and transition and talk about the beginning of your hockey career. So you're from Ancaster, Ontario. Talk about growing up there, what it's like and how would you start playing hockey?
0: Um I mean it's pretty small town so you know everyone there pretty much. It's, it's adorable so it's really cute living here but I was maybe 4 years old and I was watching my brother play some hockey and I was my mom and like oh my god I want to play hockey. And then I did it with my best friend we went like on a free skate. I fell right off the ice like it was it was right off the bat. I did not skate, um, and then pretty much ran the ice till I knew how to stride. But that was pretty much the the beginning of it. My dad coached me since forever, but obviously not anymore. But when I was a little kid, he coached me, and I've loved the game ever since.
1: And who was your favorite player growing up? Was it someone in the NHL, or was it a female player on the national team?
0: Um, I gotta say I'd be Like, always oh, look up to him. I mean, he was such an ideal play like player. Like, he was a ca- he was the captain of the team. He just Pretty much was compared to Wayne Gretzky, so it's like, who doesn't want to be in, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah. do you remember when he scored that uh, golden goal in the Olympics? Um, yeah. it been like 11 years now, which makes me feel old. Yeah. But...
0: No, like, clear as day, I remember where I was exact that, exactly at that point. Like, I know exactly where I was, and it was, it was insane. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, as an American, uh, I don't remember it the same way as you do. A little <laughs> more sad, but, you know, it's still cool that NHL players are going to be back in the Olympics next year, so hopefully team USA yeah. can get some revenge because I assume Crosby's going to be on that team, which is crazy to think um, about 12 years later. Yeah, hopefully. Now, uh, you before you played, um, so how did you get the opportunity to play um, in the PWHL uh, with Stony Creek?
0: Um, so I've been with the organization for pretty much since Adam, and then I got coached with Adam, and then I went to back to boys in Pee Wee um, and then played boys for my two years in Pee Wee, and then I went back to Sony and Bantam. So being in the organization, you get to play with, with players and, and the coaches and one-on-one with them. So that's what I kind of broke up right up from there.
1: And in the 2019-20 season, you only played two games according to the prospects in the PWHL. Uh, from those two games, what was the biggest thing you learned about playing in this league and how are you going to use it Uh, for this year uh, when you start playing games, more games? with Uh,
0: Yeah, got to be physical for sure. The PW is super physical and super fast. So also being fast, you're not going to have a lot of time that you usually do when you're in Midget or Bantam. So just got to use that. And yeah, I think to be fast and physical is a big two things.
1: Now, what was the biggest adjustment you had to make uh, to the PWHL when you played in those two games?
0: Uh, Probably calming the nerves down. I mean, I think it's a big jump from Midget to the PW. So I feel like just relaxing on the ice and just kind of trusting your skill are the biggest thing.
1: Now last season, your team didn't play any games. So what was your mindset like last year when there was so much uncertainty uh, regarding your season?
0: I mean, it was pretty hard to like kind of cope with everything. Cause you never really knew it was always on the fence if we we're going to have season or not. So it was kind of hard to say like if we were going to be doing things, but honestly staying as a team and, and being a team unity was huge. I mean, still working hard in practice and on off the ice as well. Cause you never know when you're getting back into games. So it's like, everything's going to be game speed and just got to work hard.
1: And how did your team stay connected during that time uh, when you guys really couldn't be together that much?
0: Uh, every week we had a zoom call just to catch up. Like it was a lot of fun. We did a lot of workouts together and like yoga and just talked about life. It was hard, obviously like not being in the rink and dressing room together, but we made it, we made it work.
1: Now, what did you do personally last year? Uh, when, in that time of what would have normally been uh, your PWHL season?
0: Uh, focusing on school a lot, I feel. I was focusing a lot of school, working out off season, getting them reps in. Uh, it was kinda harder not to go and play hockey because it's such a it's such like a norm for all of us, but um, how to cope with it, you know, everyone's the same boat, so this just how it was.
1: How was school for yourself that year? And is it still online? Or are you guys finally getting back to in person classes?
0: Um, it was online most of last year. We did maybe one class, I think, in school. So it was pretty tough, but Cope with it as well. Like you got it. Got to do what you got to do if it changes. But yeah, a lot of lot of zooms we had to do. So, Mm
1: -hmm. do you like online school more than in person classes now that you've had the two to compare to?
0: I mean, I like social interaction, so like I love going to school and I love like teaching in person. It's easier for me. I feel like being a visual learner was harder to be a visual learner um, on the Zoom call. So I think yeah, for sure in person.
1: The only thing I liked about online classes more than in person classes was it was way more convenient for my schedule. So that's the only thing that I do miss about online classes from last year.
0: Yeah, I agree. Wake up in bed and just turn your your Zoom on. You can just listen while you're sleeping.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. But, you know, it's good that things are getting back to normal. So, But now, with the PWHL not having a season last year, how do you plan to get rid of the rust when you finally start playing real games again? I know you've had some sort of exhibition games this weekend, but, you know, once the real games start setting in, um, in October, how do you plan to get rid of that rust, quote-unquote?
0: Um, honestly, just getting your practice reps in, you know, just going 110% all the time. I feel like if you do that in practice, you get all your bad reps out and you get the your rep, good your reps in, in the game. Um, yeah, pretty much.
1: Now, what type of leadership do you want to bring to the team this year? You're obviously one of the older players on the team and you're going to be heading to college in the next year. So what type of leadership do you want to bring? Are you more of a local leader or lead-by-example type of player?
0: like a a bit of both. I obviously got to be a leader. You got to be vocal as well. Um, got to hit the girls up before the game. I love doing that. That's probably my favorite part of game day. Um, as well as being like, uh, you know, you got to show them that got to work hard to be able to make your role you want to get. You show the rookies that um, the way to go. Uh, I mean, being a rookie last year, like you had role models like Lauren Garcia and Vanessa and like kind of bring me, bring me in under the wing. So I've had to do it for rookies this year. Just got to work hard and show them that you have to you know, go 110% to, to make it in this league.
1: Yeah. What do you do to hype up the team in, in the locker room? Just play loud music or do you do any, like anything else?
0: Um, usually do some dances a little bit, just get, get some hype. Uh, I did a, I did a cheer a couple of years ago and, and that was really fun for the girls. So I love doing that for games.
1: Are you a good dancer or do you not want to admit that on the podcast?
0: I mean, I'm not too bad. I mean, I I could say I'm, I'm like pretty good, but I'm I'm all right.
1: I'm a terrible dancer, so I would I I could <laughs> never do that. Um in the locker room, I would just get absolutely destroyed. So I'm glad you have the <laughs> confidence to do that because I definitely couldn't. Yeah. Now, what's been the biggest improvement you've made to your game uh since um last year um when the season got canceled?
0: Um I think calming my nerves, like I think COVID really like kind of helped me talk like a lot of mental things. Um I used to be really like antsy player and I get worked up, but I feel like now kind of learning that this game's full of mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes in the game. Just want to get worked up over it. Cause you know, once you get worked up, you're going to, you're going to make mistakes and you're going to you're going to get more frustrated. So I like staying calm during the game. And I improved on a lot this year.
1: Now, what are your goals and expectations for yourself and for your team uh, for this upcoming season?
0: Um, obviously, you know, being one of the top scorers in the PW top assist, uh, obviously all my team would be number one this year. That's something you always want to strive for for your team. Um, a go up. Obviously, got a lot of work to do, but just got to keep going. But yeah, those are the things I think that we can we can make those things like happen and work.
1: Now, tell me about those exhibition games you played uh, this past week, and how did you think you did? And just talk about the team's performance um, in those games.
0: Um, obviously, first two games, so you know, got a lot of rest. We got to get off. Uh, you know, I think it's I think it's good. I'm glad we did these games, but I think we got a lot of work to do. Uh, a lot of things we need to work on. Focusing on little things, I feel, are the biggest things uh making the bump I think uh just relaxing I feel like a lot we have like 17 rookies on our team we haven't really played a lot so I feel like we just gotta kind of come together trust each other and make it all work out in the end
1: yeah how do you like go about those exhibition games because for myself I feel like it'll be hard to kind of motivate yourself for them because they don't count so you don't want to go full like give it a hundred percent per se just because you don't want to get injured in a game that doesn't matter so how do you go about the games games like that
0: I mean, obviously, we're excited like to play as a team for once. You know, it was awesome to get back into it. I haven't played with Sony like, an actual game since Midget. So, I mean, it was awesome, and I played with all the girls again. Uh, but I think we're all motivated to, to keep going and playing. I know it's exhibition game. I know it doesn't matter. But I think we wanted it to matter in a way. It kind of sets the tone for the season. Uh, so, hopefully, these, these couple games coming up are, are going to set the tone as well.
1: Yeah, and kind of build that momentum heading into the yeah. season. That's obviously important. So, I totally agree with you on that. Now, you recently committed to Colgate. Um, I just want to ask you, uh, what was your recruitment process like for that, and what made you want to commit there versus other schools that you might have looked at? And also, congratulations on committing. Thank you. Thank you, thank you.
0: Um, honestly, I got I got recruited by them, I think, in my grade nine year, so my Bannam year. Uh, loved them ever since. I think the atmosphere is insane. I think it's kind of close to home, I mean, it's, it's four hours away, and it, it's a cute little town. So maybe the student seen the maybe, like, around 3,000 people. So I, I love that small, like, hometown feeling. Uh, the coaching staff there is insane. I think I love them there. Uh, as well as the environment they create is, is, is awesome. I'm
1: just super excited to get started there. Have you gotten the chance to meet any of the players that are currently on the team now, or is that going to happen um, next year once you start getting settled into college life?
0: Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've reached out to some. I've met some as well. So they're all awesome. Like I have met my seniors that are going to be my seniors next year. So that'll be awesome to uh, experience with them. But yeah, I know most of the girls that are on my year that are committed. So I'm so excited to like play with them and, and start and start this.
1: Now for college hockey fans that have never seen you play before, just talk about your game and what do you hope to bring to Colgate uh, once you get there next year?
0: Um, I would say I'm a pretty speedy player. I like using my speed. Um, I like to say that I'm kinda of like a McDavid, I feel. I feel like I kinda of represent him in a good way. Um, I have good vision on the ice, I feel, too. I hit my team I hit my team up as, well, as well. a positive attitude all the time. So I almost had to just be positive there and, and bring what I got.
1: Now, have you been watching any college hockey recently since they, they some schools did have a season last year?
0: Um yeah, I did watch Colgate a couple of times against Clarkson because they played them a lot. So Mm-hmm. I watched a couple of games, so that was pretty awesome just watching them play. Uh, pretty good, pretty good, two good teams actually, so yeah, it was good.
1: Yeah, and what was your thoughts on just the whole season in general, Wisconsin winning the national championship? Um, it was a good season, even though it was kind of uncertain at times and with so many stoppages happening because of positive tests and stuff like that.
0: I mean, Wisconsin is such a, like amazing program. It has a really good reputation, so I feel like, obviously, they deserved it because they do work hard and, and they're a good program. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was awesome seeing them win, but obviously got, got a wish for Colgate. But hopefully mm-hmm. in the next couple of years, we can bring back some uh, national championships.
1: Was it cool to see Colgate win the ECAC championship and then obviously play in the national tournament, even though that was a very tough game for them since they lost it in overtime? But what was your thoughts on the team's performance on last year?
0: Uh, I mean, they're a very young team, so considering that, I think it was awesome to just see them make it that far. Like, being such a young team like that, I feel like the potential is there and it's it's going to happen and the next, few, next couple of years, are going to Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, the go- one player that really stood out to me was the goalie, Kaylee Osborne. Uh, she really stood in your head uh, for some of those games uh, in the ECAC. Um, have you had the chance to meet her before? And what's your thoughts on how good of a goalie she's going to be uh, when you get there?
0: I mean, I, I remember shooting on her, and it's literally impossible to score on her. So yeah I think she's awesome I think she's such a like a brick wall literally in the net so super nice person as well super outgoing and very approachable
1: now I want to ask you about some of the teammates you got to play with at uh, Stony Creek Uh, one of them was uh, Lauren Messier Uh, just talk about what she was like as a teammate both on and off the ice because every player that I've talked that has played with her that I've talked to says she's one of the best leaders they've ever played with
0: oh yeah 100% like I've pretty much looked up to her since I was an ad I played with her and and Adam too. So it was awesome playing with her in the P-dub. Uh, but yeah, literally one of the best players I've ever ever experienced, like super, super approachable, um, you know, hardworking, probably one of the hardest working persons like person I've ever met in my entire life. But yeah, she's awesome. I think she's probably one of the best people ever.
1: And you obviously get to get coached by Sarah nurse and you were talking a little bit about this in the beginning of the podcast, but what she is, what is she like as a coach and just talk about, um, her as a player as well, since she did win the, Gold medal in the World Championships not too long ago.
0: Um, I mean, you kind of forget like these Olympians are, are human So when you do talk to her, she's completely normal and she's so funny and she just talks to us like we're like normal people. She doesn't act like she's big shot or anything. So no, she's awesome on the bench, super positive, makes cracks a couple of jokes all the time. Um, obviously, she's an unreal player. I think she she works so hard and and I'm really proud of her and Team Canada for bringing back that gold.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah marie philippe poland shot in that for that overtime was insane um yeah what was your reaction to that
0: um i was in my living room and like we were watching it and it goes in right and we all get up and we're like freaking out and then the game's still playing we're, like what the heck's happening like oh and then the the buzzer goes off and we just we just went crazy like it was awesome to see that she was working working hard all like tournament she's been such a big part of the canadian success so it was awesome to see that she can do that
1: in your opinion, do you think she's the greatest uh, female hockey player of all time, Poland?
0: I mean, I personally, I think so,
1: 100%. Yeah, no, she's definitely making the Hall of Fame for sure. But yeah. uh, just to see the impact that she's had on women's hockey from when she started playing until now is pretty awesome to see. I'm assuming being a women's hockey player in Canada, it's great to see her just help grow the game even more. Yeah, for sure. So we're now in a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment where I ask you some non-hockey questions. My first question to you is what music do you like to listen to?
0: Honestly, everything, but like probably for game day, like hip hop and and upbeat stuff, but pretty much everything. I like everything.
1: Any go-to artist?
0: I would say Drake right now. I'm -hmm. really digging his music.
1: Uh, What's your thoughts on Certified Lover Boy? Do you like that more than Donda? Because that's kind of a debate that's going on now.
0: See, I like that. I, I like, I like uh, Drake's one a lot better, but a lot of people have different opinions, but I like Drake's album.
1: I think the production in Donda is better than CLB, but I think the lyrics in CLB are better than Donda. That's my personal opinion, but I'm a big Kanye fan, so uh, okay. I have to probably choose Donda over at CLB, but they're both good albums.
0: Yeah, it makes sense, makes sense.
1: Now, what is the most interesting thing you've seen or read uh, this week?
0: Mm. That's a good question. I don't even know. Um, I saw this weird thing on TikTok, and it said, "It's like it's kind of deep. I don't know, but it's like we aren't made to fit clothes; clothes are made to fit us." And I thought that was so weird because I never really thought about it that way. But Mm -hmm. that was just something I kind of read, and I was like, my mind was just kind of out of out of out of sorts a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, that's really interesting. I guess for myself, I saw a fifteen-minute documentary on YouTube. I don't know if you're into sports psychology at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I can
1: listen to it. Well, I thought I thought this one was really interesting because it was about some soccer player named Mario Goza, and he was the one that scored the game-winning goal in the World Cup in 2014. And it talked about how that great moment kind of ruined his career because he was never able to live up uh, to that one moment and how it kind of, like, changed him psychologically sports-wise just because he was never able to do it. I just thought it was super interesting because normally you think about, like, a bad play affecting someone's um, – psychology but it's it could also happen to a really good play too but i liked his mindset on it where he said i won the world cup and i, I i've done what i've i've been i've done the best i could do so i thought that was really interesting
0: yeah that's was interesting i never thought about it that way you would think like one good play would make them kind
1: mm-hmm.
0: of the king of the world
1: oh yeah he definitely he, he definitely was the king of the world for some time yeah. like he said in the documentary because they're playing argentina and lionel is considered one of the best soccer players in the world but his coach when he told him to get on the game he's like Show the world you're better better than Messi. And for that moment, he was better than Messi. But obviously, you know, he just was never able to live up to that one moment. But I just thought it was super interesting. And I'm very interested in the sports psychology of things just because it's such a huge aspect of the game that people don't consider that much.
0: Yeah, I agree for sure.
1: Now, next on hockey question is, if there was a movie made about your life, uh, who would you want to play yourself and why?
0: Gotta say Jennifer Lopez. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. She's just like super strong actress, woman, like just all around person.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know who I would want to play for myself. Probably like Leonardo DiCaprio, just so I can say that. Yeah. In a movie, I think that'd be pretty cool. Not many people can say that, even though we look like
0: Very, very true. Very true.
1: Now let's talk a little bit about some of your teammates. Um, who's the funniest on the team?
0: Um, Rachel McIntyre is pretty funny. Um, well, I mean my last year's team Alec, Alec Crush was pretty funny too so I would say those two are my top
1: now you obviously have the best style on the team that's like an undeniable fact but besides yourself uh, who else has the best style on Stony Creek both on and off the ice
0: um is a nice guy too and I gotta give to Lauren Messier like honestly I've never seen someone else who has like a best style. like she, is, she looks so good when she's on the ice like I try to look like that when I play
1: that's awesome. I got to tell her that after um, this yeah. is over. So now last, t- last teammate question is who is the cleanest teammate on the team who keeps their locker the tidiest?
0: Mm. Oh my God. I mean, we're all pretty tidy though. Mm-hmm. I don't really know exactly who, but I've really looked at that to be honest. I mean, we have a, we have a billet coming in and Cam and hers is pretty clean because she hasn't really used it yet. So I would say Cam.
1: Awesome. I guess one more teammate question then. Uh, who is the best trash talker on the team?
0: Mm, Brody Lovett or Jeneda Ward's pretty pretty good with that stuff too, I would say.
1: Any good sharps that you can mention on the pod or not really, Not any you can't think of right now, I guess.
0: I can't think of anything right now if I, if I do, I'll let you know though.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, what is uh, your biggest pet peeve?
0: Um, probably people who are like, obviously cocky it's kind of always when people are just
1: in your face about themselves mm-hmm. i guess yeah. for myself um it used to be bad drivers but now since i've been commuting a lot more it's just the traffic here has been horrible and it just makes it I, I, it's making me go crazy i don't know where these people are going at like 10 a.m on a tuesday so that's probably my biggest pet peeve at the moment
0: No oh, yeah me too i hate people who can't drive it makes me like so mad
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, especially when you need to go somewhere and they're just going like 30 miles per hour on the right hand lane. It's just, it, it's just, it just bothers me, but I'm not going to get too much into it. I don't want to <laughs> my mind on the podcast right now.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, favorite outdoor activity?
0: I'm into golf lately. I'm not too good at it, but I, I enjoy it sometimes.
1: I have not played golf in a long time, but my short game is terrible. And my yeah. long game is pretty decent, so that's kind of my only thing. I don't, I can't give you any advice, to be honest with you. But maybe you can oh, yeah. give me some advice. I kind of need.
0: It. <laughs> I'm not too good, so I couldn't give you too much to, to get you a little better.
1: It is a fun sport to play, though, when you're just having fun. So I will give you that. But it's also a very frustrating sport, more frustrating oh, than yeah. hockey, in my opinion.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. If you're if you're being serious about it and you're not having a good game, it's just it's just not going to go well.
1: Oh yeah. Now, last non-hockey question is, if there's any meal you could have for the rest of your life, uh, what would that meal be and why?
0: Probably steak and mashed potatoes with some vegetables. I mean, can't really go wrong with that. It's just perfect meal.
1: Chicken parm for me. That's unexplained. Mm-hmm. I don't think I need to explain too much about that. That's just the no, best. No, you're right. It's good. Uh, Back to some hockey questions now. Um, What do you think should be done to help grow women's hockey, in your opinion, especially since you've been involved with it for most of your life and you're obviously playing in the junior level right now?
0: Um, Obviously just bringing light to the talent that's that's within the game. I feel like people forget that the women's game has evolved like insanely throughout the last couple of years. So I feel like just bringing light to the talent that's been brought in is something that's huge. Even just broadcasting games to PWHPA, uh, I think would be a big step in the right direction.
1: Now, what advice would you give younger players who are try, trying to pursue a D1 college hockey scholarship?
0: I mean, obviously, work hard always. Um, people are going to get a lot better during the years. I feel like if you're good now, you got to keep working towards being, being good because everyone can catch up if, if, if you just stay the same. So, yeah, just working hard towards your goals. I feel like once you work hard, people will notice it and, and you'll get noticed.
1: Now, do you have any shout outs you'd like to give to any of your family members, friends, or teammates uh before the podcast uh comes to a close?
0: Um, I'll give my shout out to the coaches out at the creek. I mean, they're awesome people. Uh, I love going to practice all the time and just seeing them and having them coach me is awesome. Obviously, my teammates, you know, wouldn't wouldn't be where I am today without them. So gotta give them that. And my mom and dad, you know, they've been driving me since forever, not anymore, but You know, since I was a kid, they've been making sacrifices for me to play the game. So, yeah.
1: Well, thank you so much, Tessa, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you for taking time of your day and talking with me. It really really means a lot to me. I wish you all the best for the upcoming season, and I know you're going to kill it once you get to college hockey, so I can't wait to see you play. You're already one of my favorite members for the class of 2026, so you got that (laughs) on your belt. But thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it.
0: Thanks for having me so much.
1: Thank you to everyone who listened to today's episode. I really appreciate it and it means a lot to me. Make sure you follow our social media accounts and I'll see you guys next time with another great episode. But until then, take care, everyone, and have a great day. Bye.
0: What I want the most in my life They say you're out of my league But I don't give a damn No, deep down, I know you want it You wanna take a leap and jump in uh oh, oh, oh You wanna fall in love You get